Welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. We have allowed ourselves to become so disconnected and ignorant about something that is as intimate as the food that we eat. Be prepared to grow your own for victory. God said I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink foamed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. Hello and welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. I'm your host, Harold Thornbro, and I'm glad you're back with us again this week. Today we're going to talk about frugal homesteading. And uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit about what that is, uh, you know, what it means to be frugal, the benefits of, of being frugal, and uh, just share a few ideas on ways you can be more frugal in the kitchen, the garden, with raising livestock, and just general ideas for running a more frugal household. It's going to be less about how to be frugal, but more along the lines of just giving you some ideas and uh, maybe inspire you a little bit for being a, a more frugal homesteader. And now, why would you want to do that? I mean, really, it's to put more money in your pocket. There's really only two ways to do that. And, you know, as much as sometimes we hate thinking about money or talking about money, um, it does help you uh, do things on your homestead. There's things that cost money, and and, and uh, the more of it you can have in your pocket to spend towards those uh, homesteading uh, tasks, the, the better off you are. And there's only two ways to do that. One is to actually make more money. And the other is to spend less money. And um, sometimes it's a lot easier to spend less. And, and sometimes it can even be kind of fun to spend less if you do it in certain ways. It can become, uh, it's a little challenging at times, but uh, being creative can be a little fun. And, uh, you know, it's a lot easier than just trying to make more money all the time. So uh, now let's talk about a little bit about what being frugal is. Being frugal isn't exactly the same as being cheap. Being frugal is about being resourceful and less wasteful in many ways it's about stretching your dollars making the most of what you have it means you spend your money in a way that will have the greatest impact and uh, you also do your best to exercise wisdom with your finances and your possessions i think that's a really good definition of what frugality is Um, what's some of the benefits of being frugal though well one of course it impacts your finances right I mean, there's nothing wrong with uh, making a few extra dollars, but again, it's it's way easier in some ways to just stretch a buck. Um, it reduces stress. You know, uh, financial stress is a horrible thing. It has been the result of many marriage problems and health issues. And uh, being frugal can do a lot to reduce the stress uh, that uh, not having enough money can cause. So, uh, yeah, it's really good physically to uh, be a frugal person. It also has some major impacts on the environment. Many of the frugal practices do a lot to help the environment by sending less to the landfill and ultimately it, it, securing a better future for our planet and our future generations. Um, that right there alone is worth it, I think. And, uh, you know, obviously if you're spending less, you may have to work a, a regular job less uh, if you're a part time homesteader. And uh, it might give you more time on your homestead, more time to spend in your garden, more time to spend with your livestock, uh, more time to spend in the kitchen and, and practicing um, homesteading skills in there. So, you know, it just has a lot of benefits for the homesteader, I think, being more frugal. We actually had a, uh, a real great thread at our, uh, in our Facebook group, the Homestead Front Porch Facebook group, 
which you should join if you're not already a member. Uh, just uh, search for Homestead Front Porch in Facebook, and it'll pop up, and we'll get you in there. It's a closed group, but all you have to do to join is ask. I feel like I say that every podcast, and I do, I think. Uh, but we really enjoy it in there and have some great discussions. And we had this discussion on some uh, – had a great thread on being frugal, uh, just some ideas for being frugal. Um, so uh, I, I think I pulled a few of these ideas from, from that thread even. So uh, credit to the uh, Homestead Front Porch for uh, guiding this conversation here today in some ways. Uh, let's just start out first uh, talking about some ideas for being more frugal on the homestead. And let's start in the kitchen. Uh, one thing you can do that does a lot for frugality is cooking from scratch. It is by far one of the most frugal and healthy things you can do. When individual ingredients are purchased in bulk or homegrown, they're much cheaper. Plus, you get the benefit of actually knowing what you're putting in your uh, in your body. Something we like to do is pre-make some mixes. You can uh, pre-make uh, like a bread mix and pre-make uh, like pancake batter. We, we pre-make that and just bag it up and, and throw it in the cabinet. And it's just a pre-mixed uh, a pancake batter. Um, so, yeah, pre-making your mixes is a great thing to do. You'll, you'll spend a whole lot less. I mean, you're talking like just a few cents to, to mix up a batch of, say, pancake batter. Uh, I mean, it's dry. You just put the ingredients in there, and all you have to do is just you know add a couple things to it when you're ready to make pancakes. And it just costs you so much less. Those, those mixes can be pretty costly when you buy them in a store. So if you just make those and, and throw them in the cabinet, it's a lot better. Something I already mentioned here is just buying in bulk. If you buy your stuff in bulk, it saves you a ton of money. Looking for sales on uh, bulk items is a great way to go about it. Uh, but you do have to consider storage issues, right? We're, some of us are limited on our storage, and uh, so you have to kind of determine when that's best and when it's not best. But it's a great thing to do. Plus, you just have a lot of stuff sitting around for emergencies, so it's got a it's got an aspect of preparedness to it as well. Um, something else you can do in your kitchen is replace paper towels and napkins with cloth. I know a lot of people do that. That's not something we do. We still do use paper paper towels and napkins, but uh, I see where that could be a great benefit because we do spend a lot of money on uh, paper towels especially. We, we go through a lot of paper towels around here. So it's something that I think we should think about right here in our homestead. It, it does result in more laundry, so, you know, but I think it can save you a lot of money in the end. Something you know, I think most homesteaders probably do, and that's cook more and eat out less. You know, it's easy to just get out of control with that, isn't it? Uh, take the easy way out occasionally. We get so busy, and sometimes it's just easier to go out and eat. But no doubt about it, it's much more expensive than eating at home. So make eating at home a habit. Make it the norm. And, um, you know, save those restaurant uh, dining experiences for special occasions. And, uh, you know, spend money on that. Uh, so, yeah, I think just doing those things in the kitchen can do a lot to help you. Um, let's just take it on out to the garden. Um, what are some frugal gardening things we can do? Well, first of all, gardening itself is, is frugal, right? I mean, growing your own organic food is much cheaper than buying organic. If you do it in a frugal manner, that is. Just make sure you're growing what you will eat. And something that has high yields, too. I mean, this is a really great way to... to to garden in a frugal manner i mean if you're growing stuff that you're not going to eat and you're throwing a lot of it away then you know i don't know i've done that so i say you know why would you do that but i know most people i know who garden we experiment we try things we we grow things and sometimes i think i just like growing things more than i even like eating them so uh, i've been known to do that but yeah grow stuff you'll eat and um you know that's a great way to be frugal 
uh, create your own soil amendments. Um, it can be expensive uh, to purchase amendments for your soil, you know, so to maintain the nutrient value for your garden. So making your own compost from kitchen scraps and plant scraps, it's not only economical, but it's also environmentally responsible too because, you know, anything you can, you can create right here on your property, uh, it's just going to save that production and you're going to bag things up in plastic and it's just better on the environment, you know. So if you can make those things at home and put them on your garden, it's a real frugal thing to do and it's a, it's a great thing to do too. For the, for the planet. Something that I think uh, you should do is save seeds. Instead of making large seed purchases every year, learn how to harvest the seeds from your heirloom plants and, and store them. In most cases, it's, it's pretty easy and it doesn't take much time. It can be a valuable skill to have. And there are a few things that are more difficult to harvest the seeds out of. And I still think it's good to know how to harvest those seeds. But, you know, I, if somebody, I, I buy a lot of seeds every year. and You can make fairly inexpensive purchases. But if you buy all your seeds and you have a large garden, it can, it can add up. It really can. So, yeah, saving your seeds is a frugal thing you can do and a great skill to have. Um, how about water harvesting? Um, this isn't just collecting rainwater to save on a water and electric bills, but it's it's also using gray water from your house. I think it's a great thing to do. Um, depending on what soaps you're using, water collected from sinks, showers, and washing machines may be perfectly safe to use to water your garden. And it's a real frugal thing to do. I mean, you're getting another use out of that water. Um, so if you can do that, if you're using, you're using organic or, or environmentally uh, friendly uh, soaps, yeah, set you up a, a collection uh, system for your gray water to reuse that water in a better way. How about some uh, frugal anim- animal husbandry ideas? Uh, something that i done before and I've just recently started doing again is uh, sprouting fodder. Um, you can buy wheat, oats, barley, sunflower seeds, and, you know, other some other things too. You can buy them in bulk and sprout them and get an increase in food and also even make it more nutritious. A 50-pound bag of seed can become about 300 pounds of feed by sprouting. And it just takes a little work and a little bit of time. Uh, that's something, you know, I recently just started doing that for uh, the rabbits especially, um, sprouting sunflower seeds. Uh, get the black oil sunflower seeds, and I set me up a little uh, rack system. I'll probably do a video on that here real soon. I It's been working out really good. And uh, just every other day, actually, I start a new pan and then because one I, one of the pans will will feed for two days so i have it on a 10-day rotation uh five pans and uh yeah and, and just been sprouting food for them and you know i think i bought a uh it was a 40 pound bag of black oil sunflower seeds for like 14 bucks and uh i use about uh, it's a little over a cup i it's kind of silly I, it's nothing real precise about this i take a a red solo cup and i that it fills up the bottom of that pan pretty much perfectly. The pan I use, a one layer deep of sunflower seed. And, uh, you know, I sprout them. It takes nine days, and I got a whole pan of food. And, the, man, the rabbits love it, and it's just so much cheaper than uh, than the rabbit pellets that you buy. And I think a lot healthier. Now, I do give them pellets also. I give them a little bit. Uh, I like them eating both because if one or the other ever runs out, then they're adapted to the other one. So I and I don't do this in the winter. I only do this in the winter time. I don't do it in the summer because in the summer I forage. So you get now where we're into this time of year where, you know, I'm not out there. There's not the dandelions and the plantain and, you know, the mulberry leaves and things like that that I usually forage, you know, that I, I, I sprout fodder for them. Uh, 
But that brings me to the other thing. How about foraging for your feed? In the summertime, springtime, summertime, you can do this. This has been a big money saver for me. And uh, all it really takes is a quick stroll around with a bag a few times a week, grabbing those things like dandelion, plantain, and mulberry leaves, and just good old-fashioned grass. You know, uh, a lot of your animals just, you just eat grass. And it's a very affordable and healthy food for, for small livestock. And, and you know, I said earlier, I don't just give them that. I do keep them adapted to the pellets because if for whatever reason, if I don't have the time or I'm just not able to get out and, and um, forage or sprout fodder for them, they're already adapted to the, to the feed. And uh, I like having them set up to eat either in greater consumption of either way I have to go if I ever have to go one way or the other. But uh, it's a great money saver. I'm, they just eat so much less of the bag feed uh, when they're eating that stuff. And I just think it's so much healthier for them as well. Uh, besides that, you can just grow your feed. You can grow things like kale, uh, Jerusalem artichoke, uh, lettuce, squash, comfrey. You can grow this in large amounts, and it's a great way to supply some extra feed at a low cost for your, for your livestock as well. I always do that. I always, uh, I always throw a little bit of comfrey. Uh, in their feed too i'll just tear up some leaves and kind of drop that in there and you know if i get some uh, extra of whatever else i'll toss that in there to the animals and they love that so yeah just grow your own uh feed i i also think you want to use some feeders that reduce the waste boy i got some quail recently and they are a wasteful (laughs) wasteful bird uh but you have to set up their feeders in a way to where they can't get in there and really throw their food everywhere you want to set them up to where maybe they just got to stick their head kind of real far in there and reach it, and they can't just throw it around. And I try to set up feeders like that. And rabbits can be pretty wasteful the same way, but if you set up your you set up your system right, they can't waste as much. So I think it's it can add up pretty quick if you if you have a system that allows them to waste food because they don't care. They don't care how much it costs you to feed them, and they're not going to be shy about throwing it around or tipping over a feeder or anything else. So just try to set up your your feeders, in a way, uh, there's some store-bought ones. There's some really good store-bought setups that don't allow them to waste it. And I've seen a lot of good kind of do-it-yourself feeders out there that, um, you know, people do that help reduce waste. You know, like putting some kind of a, a wire around, uh, like a chicken wire over certain areas where they have to stick their heads in to eat it. I've seen chicken feeders done that way and, of course, quail feeders. And, and um, you know, I've got a like a tube set up for uh, rabbits pvc tube setup for rabbits that, that feeds them that works real well and it doesn't allow them to just waste their feed so those are just some good um what i feel like are, are frugal animal husbandry uh things you can do to kind of take care of your animals there's a lot of things i'm not talking about here i feel like i'm i, I know i'm missing a lot of stuff i'm kind of speeding through this how about some frugal household ideas uh, one of the best things i think a person can do is just buy secondhand clothing you know um, some of my favorite clothes have come from thrift stores and rummage sales and at just a fraction of the price they would have cost new. So that's a great thing to do, I think. And it's just, again, anytime, anytime you can get the most use out of something, it's just, it's just better in so many ways, so many ways, not just, not just financially, but just other ways as well. Um, so yeah, check out those thrift stores and, and rummage sales for, for clothing, for secondhand clothing. Homemade cleaning products are an awesome way to save money. We started making our own laundry soap a couple years ago. That is such a money saver. And I'll tell you, you know, if you're buying laundry soap, you know how expensive that can be. 
and uh yeah we started making that and we like it it works pretty good there's there's you can make it either liquid or you can make a powder kind we were using the liquid kind and we liked it quite a bit but you do have to stir it you have to keep it stirred because it starts uh like gelling at the top and real thick and then the bottom doesn't and so it's kind of, i don't know you got to kind of keep mixing and stuff but the powder kind works really good and it's actually a lot easier to make and keep um but i don't we like the liquid though we'll probably go back to using that we've switched over to the powder but i kind of like the liquid better but you had to kind of keep it stirred up to keep all your ingredients kind of blended together and working good not to mention, you know, just making your own uh, household cleaning products, not only is it cheaper, but it can be so much better for your health, too. There's so many harmful chemicals and household cleaners and soaps and shampoos and, and laundry soaps and, and it's just cleaners around your house that if you can make those things um, using good organic materials or, or uh, products, they work really good and they're just so much better on your health, so... Uh, I think homemade cleaning products are a great frugal idea for your house. Um, something you can also do, it takes a little bit of skill, and, and you have to be careful about what you're doing, is do your own home and auto repairs. Uh, there are some things you can do, and you know what? There's some things you shouldn't do if you're not comfortable with them, like electrical. You probably don't want to mess with electrical if you don't know anything about it. But there are great ways to learn you know, how to do these things. You can get a hold of friends, and you can look on YouTube, and, and you should just learn how to do all the repairs you can uh, build some good skills and it can put a lot of extra money in your pocket for sure and you know those skills they can transfer to other other things too um, i mean just changing your own oil or putting spark plugs in your car i mean it, these aren't real easy things for some people but if you have any kind of uh, mechanical ability at all they're not difficult and it can save you a lot of money because the garages charge a lot of money to do these things uh, you should probably fix rather than just throw away and buy new on everything if there's a way sometimes it just takes a little bit of glue or uh, a screw someplace or something like that to fix something and so many people throw things out and i'll confess i've been a bit of a well, i guess we call them a dumpster digger i mean i don't go digging through dumpsters but if i see something sitting in a trash that looks like it's in pretty good shape i might grab it and i've been known to grab a few things and sometimes it is broke but it needs a screw or just something simple and sometimes it doesn't need anything people just throw it out because they get new stuff and um you know i've i've embarrassed my wife a few times <laughs> pulling over to grab something out of trash uh but i've got some good stuff that way too or something that just was so easy to fix and i made really good use of it so uh, i mean we don't want to just have a bunch of trash sitting around but at the same time if we can make use of something if we see something and think wow i could i could use that in the garage or i could you know we could use that uh here or there there's no reason to throw those things out or not make use of them if they're there. So fix things rather than just throw away and buy new. It's 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 a great way to keep some money in your pocket and uh, and just be more frugal the way you're living. Also, you know, some, somebody mentioned this in our in our Facebook thread, and it hadn't it wasn't something I was necessarily thinking about, but sometimes you have to spend more money to be frugal. And what I mean by that is buying quality products that will last, right? I mean, avoiding cheap bill items may not seem frugal at first because you might have to pay a little bit more up front. But if it lasts if it lasts 10 times longer, of course it's the better way to go, right? The good thing is that many of these better bill items can be purchased used. They don't have to be bought new. And because they're built in a better way, they're a more quality item, they still last a long time. They may have a lot of life left in them. I mean, if, if you can buy, if there's a product that lasts two years and a product that lasts 10 years and you bought that 10-year item 
you know, after it had five years of use on it, but you bought it at half the price used, you still got, you're still going to get three more years out of it than the cheap item might've gotten. So uh, just something to throw out there. I mean, it, it just, there, it can be a frugal thing to actually spend a little bit more money and get a higher quality product for sure. You also want to repurpose and reuse items uh, if you can. Taking old or worn out items or discarded items and, and just find another use for them. It's a great way to be frugal. Anything made out of, of wood definitely gets reused or repurposed around my homestead to be sure. I love to do woodwork, so we, I just love to change things around. I mean, here, if you've been following me any time at all or been on my blog, you know that my garden beds, my raised garden beds are actually made out of uh you know, some, uh, chemical free pallets. And, uh, you know, I took a lot of work to break all those pallets down and reuse them, repurpose them and make them into garden beds. They look really nice though. And, uh, they serve well. I've had them for three years now. They've three years of gardening in those raised beds. And honestly, they, they look as good now and they seem as solid now as, as when I built them, which, you know, a lot of people said, Oh, those aren't even going to last a year. They're going to rot out, but they're not. I mean, I, I lined them on the inside and uh, you know, kept the, the soil away from the wood, which I think's really helped them out. So they're holding up goods. But you can repurpose things like that. Uh, just in our group the other day, uh, someone uh, put some pictures on there of a, of a chicken coop they had built out of recycled materials, and I think that's awesome. I think that's great when you can do that. It's such a such a great thing to do, it, and it has all the benefits that we were talking about earlier. Um, you can find some great ideas for re- repurposing things around your homestead on places like Pinterest and Home Talk. Um, they're a treasure trove for finding great ideas for using items, for reusing items. <laughs> you know, I know uh, Pinterest is kind of the ladies' hangout for the most part, but I tell you what, I've seen some great things on there that I've I've done for repurposing things and, and rebuilt some things. I mean, I have a, um, a garden wash station that's built out of uh, repurposed wood and an old sink out of a... I had an old pop-up camper that the canvas rotted out on, you know, and I took the sink out of it and took some old wood I had around here and made a, made a, you know, an outdoor sink, outdoor garden wash station. And, uh, you know, things like that. And we can just reuse and redo and, 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 uh, just, you know, find another purpose for them. I think it's a great way to save money and have some extra things around the homestead. This time of the year, uh, something that a lot of people think about when it comes to being frugal is homemade gifts. It's really easy to overspend on things like birthdays, Valentine's day, Christmas and anniversaries, but you know, you don't have to, uh, making and giving homemade gifts for, for occasions like this can be a, a wonderful way to save money. And in a lot of ways, I think it can be a more meaningful gift because you know what? Anybody can just run out and, and buy something, but I think taking the time to make a gift really, you know, really says something, you know, if you, if you take the time to make a gift. So I think making homemade gifts, and again, there's some great ideas out there for homemade gifts. Um, you know, uh, my wife at work, they do a gift exchange and they, they do like this five day thing where each day they bring in something cheap. You know, they, they try not to keep it under $5 and they kind of rotate. I don't know exactly how they do it. They kind of share names for each day of the week and they end up sharing five gifts and giving five gifts to different people. And, uh, it's always just homemade stuff from us. You know, we always make these little homemade things and she loves to pass them out and people love them. So I think it's a great way uh, to save money. And uh, I think it's a great way to give too uh, with homemade gifts. Another thing you can do and, and boy, I have used this a lot and that's find free stuff through places like free cycle and Craigslist. They both have our free listings or Craigslist has an area on there for free listing free cycles, all free. 
I look every day at these sites pretty much, and I keep an eye out for useful items that I can get for free or on Craigslist case uh, at a very low cost. You know, because the old saying, it stands true, doesn't it? Or at least for me anyway, that one's, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And I have found some fantastic deals on uh, Craigslist and, and FreeCycle. I just picked up a rabbit hutch. And uh, it wasn't in the best of shape. It had the back on. It was a nice, I mean, this is probably one of these rabbit hutches that cost around 150 bucks new. And it was in pretty good shape, but the very back of it had got kind of weathered and it was some real thin plywood. And uh, it, it kind of started coming apart. And I brought that home. I mean, this was just yesterday, a matter of fact. Brought that home, took the back off of it, and I put a, I just put a um, uh, hardware cloth back on it. And a fantastic rabbit hutch. So, I mean, just things like that. Keep an eye out for things like that that maybe take a little bit of repair. Or, you know what? The fact is some people are just giving stuff away because they, they don't have room for it. They don't want it anymore. And there very well may be nothing wrong with it. So it's just a great way to, to be frugal, save some money, and, uh, you know, have a little bit more in your pocket to invest in, in the important things on your homestead or even the important things in your family. There's so many things I didn't get into. I mean, you can you can do things like use cloth diapers instead of, you know, the the store bought diapers, and 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 I mean, there's just all these little things you can do, and, and I think those are common things that people think about when they think about being frugal, but they're big things, you know. And I know there's just a ton of things out there to, that you can come up with. I hope what today's episode has done is just get you thinking about being more frugal, about being a person who who gets your finances under control a little bit better, maybe reduces some stress in your life, and just have some fun being creative with being more frugal and uh, living the life that you want to live. I think debt is a horrible thing, and it has entrapped so many people in our society. And, you know, I've been a victim of that in the past. I mean, there's been times where I spent when I shouldn't have spent and, you know, and, and not lived in a, in a way a financially responsible way like I should have. We spent more money on cars. We've spent more money on on little luxury items. We've spent more money on vacations in our in my life than than I want to admit at times, you know, and, and but I feel like we're trying to get a better hold in that in our life because it can be such a trap doing all the things you want to do in an instant gratification sort of way. And we should put those things off. And I I used to lift, listen to Dave Ramsey a lot. I don't know if you know who Dave Ramsey is. You probably do. Uh, but he, he gives financial advice and helps people get out of debt with, he's got some programs and things, but he used to say, I can't remember exactly how he said, live like no one else now. So you can live like no one else in the future. Uh, meaning that you don't have to have everything. All, all your neighbors and all your friends are buying every, they're trying to fulfill all their, uh, desires right now. And by putting some money away, living debt free, you know what, in 30 years, they're still in debt. In 30 years, you're not in debt, and you've got everything you want, possibly, and living like no one else because you got way more money to spend on the things you want to spend it on. And uh, I think there's a lot to that. So saving money, being frugal, can definitely help you save money, get out of debt quicker, uh, and uh, later on have a lot of the things you want to have. But you know what, I don't feel like there's much lacking in my life. We don't have a lot. We don't. We're not, I don't feel like we live beyond our means very much. And uh, I feel like we're pretty satisfied with the things we have. So there's a lot to contentment as well in being frugal, I think. So I hope this gets you thinking, gets the old uh, uh, 
brain uh, ticking a little bit towards being a more frugal-minded person on your homestead. And, uh, hey, I know we didn't have a podcast last week. It's been so busy around here. I've been crazy. I had to work uh, last Saturday, and and uh, I was, uh, Sunday is usually when I do the podcast in the afternoon. And, and <laughs> I got really busy because I didn't have Saturday to do a lot of the work around here. And about 7 o'clock that night, I looked at my wife and I said, I'm not going to get my podcast done today. So, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I didn't get a podcast out to y'all last week. Uh, I'll try to make sure I stay on that a little bit better and, and get a podcast out. And uh, and this one's maybe a little shorter than the average one, but, um, yeah, I wanted to definitely get one out because it's still been busy around here. I just picked up a greenhouse, and uh, I want to try to get that together here in the next few days. And I just it was so windy this weekend, I, I couldn't work on it. And, um, boy, the temperature's changing quick. It's getting cold out. And it's just a small greenhouse, one I'm going to just use for starting seeds and maybe growing some some green some greens in and stuff. But uh, I'm going to really like having that. I think the wife's getting tired of me turning the kitchen table into a plant nursery, um, starting seeds and things. But uh, um, it'll be great. I, I, I'm excited about getting that up and getting using that. And uh, just picked up some uh, – I had gotten rid of uh, all my animals for a short period of time while I re – done my uh, cage setups around here and kind of re i just kind of redid everything and made it to where it's going to work better uh, because the way i had it set up it was just it, it, things weren't working out good so i gave my rabbits to a buddy and we got rid of everything we just got rid of all the animals and so i just started getting those all back i'm starting to get everything done it's not all completely done yet when i do i'll probably do some videos or something on it show the setup but it's gonna be really good but um I wanted to go ahead and start getting some animals back in here. So I picked up some rabbits see, a couple weeks ago and started going with rabbits again. And I just picked up some quail today. So we got the quail running again, going good. And I just started off with 10. And I'm going to try to just um, hatch a few more of those and uh, just start growing that system and the rabbits out. I got a good start on both of them so I can start uh expanding that a little bit and uh, by spring we ought to be in full production on on the animals and then with the greenhouse and the gardens things are just uh rapidly uh growing around here and i'm loving it um, but it also makes uh <laughs> makes me a little busier so i've been trying to build the cages and get the setups and all that stuff done so i say all that to say this that it, you know homestead life can be busy but i think it's worth it and um and if occasionally I have to miss a podcast, you're just going to have to forgive me, folks. It's been really busy around here. And you know what? My job has been really busy lately. So we've been working some extra days, and, and that's been uh, keeping me pretty tied up as well. But, uh, hey, no excuses. I love it. I'm uh, I'm blessed to have everything I have, to have my job, to have this homestead, uh, even though it's not everything that I want. I don't have as enough ground and everything that I'd like to have. I still feel blessed to have it, and um, I hope you feel the same way too. I hope you'll do the best you can with what you have, and uh, you know, be frugal, uh, pursue your dreams, and uh, hey, and until next week, oh, what should I say next week? Until the next podcast, I'm hoping next week should be next week. Uh, happy homesteading, and God bless, folks. Thanks for listening. To see the show notes for this podcast or listen to other podcast episodes, go to smalltownhomestead.com. There you can also read our blog, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, and take advantage of the many resources we make available to help you along in your homesteading journey. Please share this podcast and help us to carry out our mission of helping others to homestead today for a better tomorrow.